It's another day where we talk about our well-being on the show Wellbeing for Mothers. Why? Because it's so important for us as mothers to fill our cup before we fill the cup of others. We are entrusted with the role of taking care of our children and people look up to us. Our children look up to us, but we are drained with every time we give our love, our attention, we get drained. And so we need to fill our cup. And that's the reason why we come on a show like this. I am Dr. Dini. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Today, we have an very, very amazing guest. She is Rachel Naylor. She's also known as the Energy Queen. She teaches people tools and techniques to raise their frequency and reach a place of inner calm, regardless of what's happening around. We all know that we have lots of things happening around us. For goodness sakes, there's work, there's business, there's children, there's chaos, there's society. But how, what would it feel like if you had someone to show you, this is what you do, this is how you address this chaos by creating an inner calm? It is important that we listen to this episode and take notes, copious notes. So thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us today. I look forward to hearing amazing things that you're going to share with us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So my question is, I mean, I love that name, Energy Queen. Seriously. <laughs> so who, who, who gave you that name and how did it come about? What was it that brought the name about? <laughs> Who gave, that's the question, who gave me it? It came through, <laughs> it came through. I think um, I have done so much work with energy, starting mm-hmm. with sort of Reiki and then wanting to learn more about it and the science behind it. So I sat a quantum physics diploma to bring the science in. Um, and it just all came through realising the importance of energy and how maybe that's not out there as much that our well yeah our frequency is our health so that is so key and I think I just really wanted to bring that through everything that I do is around that energy and help people understand energy too yeah oh my goodness that is so key um I do not know who particularly said it but when we look at energy and we look at matter Energy is a huge percentage of what we have existing in the universe. Matter is just like 1%, maybe 2 at the most. And so energy is so important. And I think we all need to kind of understand what that is. And so you talked about frequency. Are there particular frequencies that we mothers need to be aware of that we need to tune into or maybe tune out of (laughs) that would help us? Absolutely. So there are the higher the frequency, the um the better our health, I guess, our well-being, our sense of well-being. But I think sometimes we can get that confused with the high frequency being really positive all the time. And actually it's not about being so super happy and on that sort of that high end of the scale all the time. Actually, the highest frequency or one of the highest frequencies is just peace. And you can just feel that as soon as you tune into that word peace, it just, you can feel the well-being. And I think we sometimes think that we have to be constantly happy and constantly on the go. And this, that is actually can be detrimental to our well-being. So 
just allowing emotions to come through raises our frequency. And this is a key one because emotions are their energy in motion. So they all hold their own frequency. And one of the lowest, um, lowest frequency emotions is guilt. Yeah. And how much guilt do we often hold as mothers? Loads. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we do this work, it will always come up. It was, it's, you know, it's almost tuned into us. But, and I think this is one of the keys that has been part of my process, actually, is that actually putting your needs first as a mother has, on an energy sense, has a massive effect on your children in a positive sense, more than doing something for them. Mm, oh my word, I love that. <laughs> and I think many people will not realize that. That is such an important thing to know that when you take care of you, it, it radiates, it flows, it's energy, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. And as you raise your frequency, and this is, I've seen it with my two children as well, so I've seen it in process. As I've come back to me and tried to lose the guilt, as I've tuned in, tuned into more of what I need and put them first and I've raised my frequency, then my children's, because it, as you say, it ripples out, my children's frequency have, has raised and raised and raised. And it was only the other day, a few people have been saying recently, your daughter's changed so much in the last year. She's like a different person and she's so confident. And someone even said, I love her energy. Yeah. Oh, my and it's goodness. So seeing it firsthand, witnessing it, it's it's more then we can never do just trying to help them. Like, of course, we're always going to do that. It's, yes. it's inbuilt in us. Exactly. <laughs> but actually dropping that guilt and coming back to us is the best thing we can ever do for them. Oh, wow. That is so beautiful. I mean, there was something you said that just stood out to me, allowing your emotions to flow because emotions are energy in motion. Kind of took me to a movie now. The, for those who haven't watched this movie, I apologize in advance because this movie, if you haven't watched it, I think you need to just probably check it out. It um, talks about the different emotions and gives them colors. It's like, and it's animated. I don't know if you watched it. Um, jumped out of my head now, the, the, the yeah, title. Yeah, it rings a bell, actually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it had happiness, uh, joy. No, it had joy. It had sadness. It had anger. It had disgust um, and it had fear. Those were the main emotions that they portrayed. Now, Joy wanted the child to be happy all the time. Come on, be happy, happy, happy. <laughs> you know, and it was so funny that when the child reached a crisis point, Joy ran out of ideas and could not get the child back. The only thing at that point that could get that child back was sadness. Yes. So our emotions need to be allowed to flow. Yes. There are times you can be happy. There are times you can be sad. You allow yourself, give yourself permission. So I really love that you shared that. But I yes. just thought about that movie. And when I, if I remember the title of the movie, I will mention it so that people can go and check. And I'll leave it the description uh, in the description notes as well. Okay. And I think a big one now, one you mentioned was anger. And for females especially, it's almost like it's, we don't talk about it. It's a bit taboo. I think it's coming out more and more now, but feeling our anger and allowing it to come through us is so important. And, and knowing that we all get angry sometimes, we all, we feel all the range of emotions. We're meant to, we're human. Like that's part of being human. Like it's the joy of it in a way. But I think finding those techniques where you can release your anger 
without feeling guilty for it, without projecting it on anybody else, just allowing it to move through you is so important too. Oh, wow. I love that. Being able to release it and let it flow through you. Okay. Perfect. I mean, I hope you, I mean, I can, I'm listening to this and I'm just like, oh my goodness, if I wasn't posting this, I'll be taking notes, but I know I'll be listening to this again. <laughs> but yes, this is such a good thing. And yeah. you know, the, the thing you mentioned about your children kind of mirroring the kind of energy that you're emitting and actually seeing it in action just shows how important it is for us to be in a, a state of um, a better frequency. I'll use that word better yes. frequency because sometimes yeah. we need to um, adjust our frequencies and try to let go of the guilt. Yes. And there's so many, there's, I always call it a five-step process to raising our frequency because I think there's a lot of things out there that it almost makes you feel like you should just do it like that, <laughs> or that you should just be able to tune it in or not, turn it on and off. And actually it's not as simple as that. And there's, you know, we need to look after our bodies. We need to be able to regulate our nervous systems, feel safe in our body. We, again, yeah, tune into our emotions, allow those fears to come up as they will do. We all have those. And tune into our minds because our minds have, um, you know, they're filled with those limiting beliefs and things that we've picked up from childhood, from schooling, from all sorts of things that we've gone through in life. So in a way, our bodies are trying to keep us safe. But we need to keep breaking through that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. And you did mention the five step process. I'm sure people are like, tell us, tell us, tell us <laughs> what's the five step process. <laughs> process. It, and, and because, you know, I've, I'm, I will go into anything well being. I'm like a marketer's dream. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think for me, it was like I, I figured out what would work and what wouldn't work. And it's, it's all individualized. It's all about coming back to you, first of all. And it's learning, first of all, how to regulate your nervous system. So what works for you? There's all sorts of amazing things out there. So there's things like the tapping, there's breath work, there's yoga. There's, but it's really personal to every person what will work for them and having techniques to to use in the moment so I mean for me before I came on I was I was smelling some essential oils to <laughs> anything that works for you and finding that out secondly is tuning into the emotions so allowing them to move through without guilt and <laughs> mm. um, thirdly is the mind so really tuning into the mind you know our mind likes to keep us sometimes in those negative loops and I think coming back to things like gratitude and those just changing your mindsets and working with your mind is really important that's key mindfulness meditation what again whatever works for you then the next one is the inner child which again I think this is really important for mums there's so many mums that I've worked with who when I've talked about play they said well I don't know how to play and I think that that is key if we're not and I didn't I didn't really when I went through this and I started thinking well I don't know what lights me up I don't know what brings me joy in that sense what is it but the beauty is that you can go and try all these different things and and come back to you and find what lights that child version of you up and, and nurturing yourself like coming back to yourself and that child within and then the last one is the soul spark so I think this comes down to that sort of creativity imagination allowing yourself to free that up whether that's through art dance music there's so many different ways. And again, this is why it's really personal to you, which is why, and I talk a lot about human design because I love human design. Um, it really helps. I think pe some people 
see who they are underneath all the conditioning because we go through so many things in life. We take on other people's beliefs, other people's fears, other people's thoughts, and then we get to the point when actually we realise we don't, we cannot know who we are. Oh my goodness, that is so true. And I'm just going to pick up on that final point that you made about us sometimes taking on so much external things that we forget who we are. Yes. And you know, it's kind of, and you know, I, I love movies, especially cartoons. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tap into The Lion King right now. I, I love recall, The Lion King. <laughs> do you remember that scene where um, Mufasa was speaking to Simba? And the last few phrases he said and repeated was, remember, remember. It's like remembering who you are. And that is the word that needs to come through to us today. Remember, remember who you are. You are not just a mom. You are not your profession. You are not that accolade. You are not, you are an amazing person. That's why I always say every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does, but because of the superpowers she possesses within yes. And so even on those days when you're under the duvet, you're crying, you are a super mom. Yes. And enjoy that crying. This is the thing, the process I've learned. I've almost gone into that. And it's like, oh, there's a beauty in this too. Like, just let it move through us because when it's moving through us, we're releasing it. We're going to feel better. That's it. And, you know, as women, we are so wired to flow. Yes. In every sense of the word, to move, to to allow, uh, give ourselves permission to let things go through. I mean, look at us from the physical. We're mothers now, right? And yes. how did that become? Because we had a period. We had a flow every month. We, that is the natural existence of things. And then we allowed our children came through us I know. our everyday it's a miracle in itself beautiful i mean we are to allow ourselves flow because when you stay stagnated when you stay in one spot because you're you're maybe um afraid and that's another big emotion as well fear you kind of have that um, freeze response you can't do anything you know so that flow is so important. And I, I mean, I love the fact that you're talking about energy and flow because energy <laughs> is amazing and emotion is energy in emotion. And Ooh. I think the thing as well, when we talked about fear, what's been fascinating for me, so um, there's epigenetics. So from epigenetics, the science of epigenetics, we know that fears and all of these things get passed down the ancestral line. They get through our DNA, through our bloodline, they come through us. So sometimes our fears are not actually our own. They can come from our parents, our grandparents. And this is where frequency comes in as well. And this is where I've done a lot of work. And and again, there's something called the gene keys, which is fantastic for this. So we have these lower vibrations, which we're sat in fears. And if we see our fears, all we have to do is see them. We don't have to do too much with them. If we just see them and admit them and go, okay, I am, that is something I'm fearful of, we can start to shift out of it. And what happens is as we shift out of it, again, we're raising the frequency of it. We're releasing the grip of that fear. And then that stops it passing on to our children. That is so Which is pow- so powerful. Wow. That is truly powerful. <laughs> we need to, you see, we, we inherit things and we take things that don't belong to us. 
Yes. And we need to let them go. We do. We do. And then our children can be themselves, who they've come to be. And we can be ourselves. And by doing that work, I think that's the thing. If you think of it, if we come back to the guilt, putting ourselves first and anything, actually by doing this work and coming back to myself, then I am freeing my children. That is so, so true. And, you know, you you talked about this um, thing that we as mothers experience quite a lot, guilt. Of course, each and every one of us, even our own parents, they made mistakes. Our mothers made mistakes. Yeah. And I've had people say, I've made mistakes and the consequences are just so grave that I can't forgive myself. And it seems heartbreaking to hear that kind of um, a, a thought process that is happening within the mothers. And for that reason, they beat themselves up and they kind of are like trying to punish themselves for this past event or this ancestral thing. What will be your message to people like that? Because I'm sure there'll be some that'll be listening or maybe you, someone knows who someone who is, who is going through that. What will be your recommendation from that point? So the biggest, the biggest game changer and the biggest way to raise your frequency is forgiveness. Forgive yourself. We are here. We are human. We are here to learn from our mistakes, to make our mistakes. We're all going to do it. We are all going to do that. And I think we need to release the self-judgments. We need to forgive ourselves. And that is the key. Forgive ourselves, forgive yourself truly and your frequency will rise. Forgive others. It doesn't mean you have to um, accept or condone what's happened if it's that person, but by forgiving them, you're freeing your own energy from that scenario, from anything that's happened. Oh, wow. Forgiveness. That is such an amazing, so true. So, so true. And <laughs> I, I can't even believe, because when people think of forgiveness, they're thinking of maybe forgiving others. The first person is you. 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 Because, oh, my goodness. Why, why, would, you, why, why would you hold yourself stuck in that place where you feel, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. By the time you let go, you forgive yourself. Oh my goodness, the flow of joy and love and peace and all those high frequencies start to flow yes. through you. Free, you're free. <laughs> free, oh my goodness. And I know in my book, Every Mom is a Supermom, I talk about our, one of our superpowers and that is forgiving. When we are forgiving ourselves, forgiving others, that is a superpower. We all have it within ourselves. So no matter how much we've hurt ourselves or other people have hurt us, we can forgive. We, we can. can. And one way to do it, if you really struggle with it, think about you forgive your children like instantly. You would forgive them of anything. So turn it back and come back to that inner child within you. Okay, imagine that child within you. Can you forgive that version of you? Because that is going to, you'll probably find that easier than forgiving yourself as the mm. adult. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is so, so beautiful. Yes, <laughs> that is so good. And, and um, is there a particular thought perhaps that we could constantly or maybe quite frequently tune into that would help us as mothers in, with our everyday, with everything going on around us, the media, social media, work. Yes, tune out. Turn the news off. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. I think the biggest thing and the thing to ask yourself every morning is really simple. It's waking up and saying to yourself, what do I need? Right now, what do I need? And rather than going into that thought loop of I haven't got time, I can't do this, we do have time, okay, it can take five minutes or less to regulate your nervous system to drop into your body and come into yourself, whether it's a deep breathing, whether it is shaking, one thing I haven't mentioned, shaking is incredible for moving the energy from you. So if you're having those days or you've been around somebody or something that makes you just not feel good, shake it off. It's what animals do. (laughs) Shake it off and then come back to what do I need? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you know the funny thing about it is when toddlers are upset, what do they do? They do quite a bit of shaking. Yes, Yes, they do. (laughs) They, They know. Our children know. <laughs> they do. I, I remember one of my um, Qigong teachers talked about a particular way of grounding yourself through shaking. It's just phenomenal. Yes. It's, it's phenomenal. So yeah. like you said, I mean, whatever tool that is used is individualized. We've got shaking. We've got tapping, we've got um, some people um, use some form of movement to kind of allow that flow, really. (laughs) Yes. And I think coming back into your body is the key one, because often we get stuck in our minds and we're so often in our minds of all the to do lists of all the things we should be doing, haven't done, do need to do. And actually, if we can bring ourselves into our body with the tool that works for you, whether it's breathing some form of exercise, shake, anything, find the thing that works for you, coming back into your body is what is going to bring you more into that sense of calm and presence. Mm. Oh, wow. That is so beautiful. That is so, so beautiful. Uh, I, I mean, I could, we, we could talk forever. I remember the first time we had this discussion, we were just chatting and chatting. I don't know how long we stayed, but we were talking forever. But I'm very also mindful that, of course, our, our, our listeners, they are probably dropping the child off or they've just dropped the child off their way to work so hey we don't tend to make very long episodes because we know oh mothers are so busy but (laughs) we need to have those um sound bites those um important messages that will filter through and help us to just continue to improve our calm our peace and just get rid of all those stressful things that would keep us um stuck or keep us unwell really um and, and so for that reason, I'm just wondering, are there particular uh, activities that we can do with our children? Because, of course, we tend to do lots of things with our yes. children, but we don't tend to do for ourselves. But maybe as an incentive, our first step, and for those of us who like to have fun with the kids, are there particular energy tools, techniques that we can use with our children, whether they are very young or maybe they are teenagers? Uh, okay, yes. Yeah. So there's uh, there's lots we could go through. So I'll just... I'll narrow it down to a few, but obviously, I mean, dancing is incredible. As you, because um, you're shaking naturally, you're moving, that is moving the energy. So, a good dance party mm. <laughs> or singing, moving that energy through your voice too. It's all energy. So, it all needs to come through. Um, another great one children actually love to meditate. So, I often go into schools and do some work with schools as well and at the end when we do a little meditation the children are incredible when they drop into stillness it's such a beautiful sight Mm. so I think you know don't be afraid to bring your children into these practices whether it's breath work whether it's yoga whether it's meditating for it could even be for two minutes 
bringing your children into that stillness yes. is oh. a beautiful thing and it brings them into their bodies too and they will find it hard to begin with a lot of them do find it hard but the more we practice with them the more we role model that then the more we can do together oh that is so beautiful one more so I think we often do the things the children want to do but especially when you've got sort of older children well I have a nine and 12 year old now sometimes I think what is going to what is the thing that I want to do that I will find fun and take them along with me (laughs) (laughs) so true so it's bringing them into your fun too that's it and they get to know you because um I mean I when I was some years ago, I was working in the older people's ward um, and there were quite a few of our patients who had dementia. And we know how horrible that disease is, that many of them don't even remember who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad. But for one thing I found was there were some family members who would come and visit their parents and would say, oh, mom, you know you like this. But how do they know they like it if they did not have that time where you bring them into your world, what you do, what brings you, what lifts you up, what you enjoy? Yes. This is the time. And let them see you regulate your emotions. Let let them know and say, Look, I'm feeling angry. I just need to go and I need to go and release this. So model that to them. It's so important. Yes. It's okay to be able to feel those like sadness or fear or yeah. anger and when you do just acknowledge it yeah it's not it's, we need to demystify these emotions Absolutely. when you demystify fear anger guilt even you it, it kind of loses its power over you absolutely and we're all i like the phrase that we're all imperfectly perfect yes oh that's so beautiful imperfectly perfect i'm not perfect people no. see me and they're like oh my god you're super mom i said so are you <laughs> true we all have these inner worlds going on and our inner thought patterns and it's yeah we're all it will be so similar the things that we're thinking as mothers and how we're feeling so true there was this beautiful app that I was I had uh several years ago my son was probably around two at the time and for those who have maybe younger children it it was called calm and with this app there was this breathing activity and what happens is that when they say breathe in it will say breathe in and then there's this big balloon head that expands my son loved it even at the age of two you go yes <gasps> and he loved it i think that's it they're never too young that's it bring them let them enjoy that with yes. you they, they wouldn't follow the rules i mean I, growing up i was a stickler for rules you say sit down there you come back five hours later you see me stand like why are you sat here i was like oh you told me to sit here that was the kind of person i was but what the moment i became a mother i knew that uh, children sleep time is this time to this time it's not going to be like that yeah yeah <laughs> our children come in to disrupt it all <laughs> absolutely so to push our edges <laughs> absolutely so you can't afford to be a stickler for rules or a stickler for time. Yeah, it's like it comes back to flow. That's flow. it. That's it. Go with the flow. Yes. There will be times you have written a list of things to do. Now, personally, I loved to do lists. Yes. But when I became a mom, they had to go away. Yes. I now created power lists. Yes. Because to do lists, this time to this time, I'll do this. You will not do it. The child is holding your neck. Mommy, I want to do it. <laughs> 
So it's so, so beautiful to be able to be in that flow and let your energy be in motion. Yes. In your feel it all. Feel it. Just feel it all. I think that's Ooh. the thing. And one thing we were talking about younger children as well. One thing to know is that um, I think it's up to the age of seven years where your child's nervous system is almost attached to yours. Mm. So again, dropping the guilt, the more you can regulate yourself, the more that's going to affect your child in a positive mm. way. Oh, my word. And there's nothing like that connection that we have with our children. No. There is nothing like that connection. No. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I remember uh, someone was, my, my, my children, they like the hugs and the cuddles and the rest of that. And someone was like, oh, my child has already started to disown me in public. Oh, mommy, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. You drop me off at school. Go away. <laughs> I'm like, no, I will hold you. I will hold you. Like, no. <laughs> my job is to embarrass you at the school game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that is so, so beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much, Rachel, for joining yeah. us today and sharing such amazing um, tactics and tips and tools with us. Yeah. Um, I'm going. I'm just wondering if, if people would like to connect with you. They would like to learn more about what you do. Um, where is the best place for them to catch up with you, meet up with you and connect? Um, so I mainly, I have Instagram, um, which is the self first mum change that slightly but yes that is the self first mum and then I have my website which is www.rachelnaylor.co.uk awesome fabulous I will put all that in the show notes so people can connect and get to know what Rachel is up to and (laughs) right now I'm just going to for those who perhaps like a summary and then you know we always like kind of bringing things together at the end what particular thing that maybe an actionable step or a key message that you want people who have listened today to tune into and to perhaps carry on from listening to the show. So the key message I was trying to give is by putting your needs first, it is the least selfish thing you can ever do because you are going to raise your frequency, which is going to permeate out to your whole family and those you love, and it's going to raise their frequency too. So always come back to you and what you need. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. I hope you've been able to take copious notes. Maybe you were on the treadmill listening. Come back and have a listen to this again because there are so many actionable tactics and tools and tips that you can tune into. And for those who perhaps started listening at the beginning and were thinking and wondering about that show, it's called Inside Out. It's a lovely cartoon. So if you've never watched it, it's one that you would like to watch and probably do it with your kids as well. So this is Dr. Duny, um, your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. I look forward to catching up with you. I'll put all the details to connect with me in the show notes. And please share this episode. Please subscribe and download this episode. Share it with people because you know, sharing is caring. Until next time, I ask that you stay well. Mm-hmm.